0: Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad that you are with me this week. I have an amazing guest on, and you probably saw her name in the title. And you may not, when you look at her name, especially when you're looking at it on On screen, it says Abigail Halberstadt. Oh, that's a tongue twister. (laughs) And you might be thinking, who in the world is Abigail Halberstadt? Well, many of you know her as her Instagram. What what do you call that? I'm so terrible with Instagram. Is it your Instagram handle, right? (laughs) Um, And you're one of the few that I actually follow on Instagram. M is for mama. And I don't know how I even came across your page, your Instagram page, but I... Have been following you for quite some time, and everything that you post is so fun and encouraging and real. And that's what I love about you, is that you are just a really transparent mom. And so I am excited to have you on with us this week, Abby, and uh, I know that you're going to bring some great encouragement to our audience. But before we get started, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation, And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. All right, Abby, thank you so much for being with me today. Tell us about you. Tell us about your family. Uh, you you have quite a family, and this is so exciting. <laughs> um, as I've been reading through your book, Emma's for Mama, um, and just learning about them, it's so neat to just see uh, what the Lord has done uh, with you. So tell us about you.
1: Um, Yeah, I am a very happy wife. My husband is my favorite human in the whole wide world. And my other 10 favorite humans are my children. Uh, I have 10 ages 16, almost 17, down to two years old. And I have two sets of identical twins uh, identical twin girls who are 10 and identical twin boys who are two and the best and coolest little tip that I can tell you about my kids is that both of my sets of identical twins were born on the exact same day. So Wow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the Lord's pretty cool. (laughs) So um we have actually been pregnant one more time with identical twins and statistically there's not supposed to be any kind of thing that makes you more likely to have identical identical twins because they don't run in the family. They're not a hereditary thing. And so but clearly the Lord has plans for me. (laughs) So um we were pregnant with one more set and we lost one of the twins Mm -hmm. to Vanishing Twin Syndrome. Um I have blogged for 12 years. And I have written my whole life. I recently had my first book officially trade published. It's called Emma's for Mama, Rebellion Against Mediocre Motherhood. I'm a fitness instructor, um, homeschool mama. Hat was homeschooled myself. Um, and my husband and I run a t-shirt and art print business together with my best friend who did all of the art in my book that did yeah. a fantastic job. So busy, 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 but so good. Enjoy my life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, thank you for taking time with me today. I know you are incredibly busy, and so I'm really honored that you would take the time to spend with us to, uh, this week. Um, just encouraging us. I know that that is really what your heart is is to encourage those that the Lord puts in your path, and you're good at doing that. And so, uh, you know, I you you sent me a copy of your book, and I have been so encouraged as I've been just reading through it. And I I keep reading stuff. And I'm like, yes, oh, she's so right on, and and. We get a lot of books sent to us, and not all of them am I super excited about. I mean, there are many I'm not very excited about, so we just <laughs> don't even represent them on the podcast. But this is one that I just was like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe just what the Lord has put on your heart and the things that you have learned. And one of the things that I really appreciate you is your transparency, not just on your Instagram page, but on in the book, in that you're like, you know, I'm a mom, I don't have it all figured out, mm-hmm. but God. And But God also, in addition to his word, has given me other women who are in my life who have helped to mentor me and teach me the things that I need to learn. And so I want to talk about that. First, I want to talk kind of about mentorship and why that is important for us as moms to have those women in our lives and how you have learned from them.
1: So I think obviously we can immediately go to Titus 2, where it's admonishing the older women to teach younger women how to take care of their homes and how to be godly and how to honor the Lord through the way that they interact with the people that are set in their paths, which first and foremost for married women is going to be their husbands and their children. And so we are admonished through that on the flip side as younger women to be looking for those kind of godly Titus 2 women who will pour into us. Um... Now, I think they're hard to find and maybe harder to find than they used to be because I think that the culture and the way that we live very separate, very independent, very bootstrappy, kind of individualistic existences as Western culture Christians keeps us from being able to dive deep into relationships sometimes. We're just really, really busy. Um, And so I prayed for years and years for the Lord to provide that kind of mentorship. And I really don't feel like He brought that into my life in any kind of abundance until about five or six years ago. But I have this wonderful mama who has invested in me my whole life and who is full of godly wisdom and full of scripture knowledge and um, a desire to pass that on. And I really feel like I I just won the lottery on my mom. You know, I don't literally, the Lord really blessed me with my mom. So that's where it all started. But the Lord has grown my relationships with, I would say five to eight really strong. In fact, some of my closest friends right now are like 15 to 20 years older than I am. And their youngest kids are the same age as my oldest kids. And, um, it's such an honor to get to learn from them because you're absolutely right. In that book, I was 100% not saying I got the answers Look to me, I was saying the Bible has the answers and also I have been blessed to have people pour into me. So here's what I want you to know from the wisdom that they have imparted to me and what I have time tested. Like, praise God that we have that opportunity to learn from others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then we get to be that to those who the Lord puts in our lives as well, including our own daughters. And how many girls do you have? I have three. Three. Oh, 10 kids, and you only have three girls in that I know. whole life.
1: Really and also, two of them are twins. So, I have there, and they're all grouped together, which I was like, thank you, Lord. That's so awesome that they get to be built in best friends because I have a 12 year old and two 10 year olds, and they're all girls. Wow.
0: Oh, that's so fun. That's awesome. So, okay, you talked about your second generation homeschooler. Your mm-hmm. mom is, is really that woman or uh, one of the women in your life who has really spoken into your life. What is it about her? And you know as we look at being homeschool moms and we're with our kids all day what was it about your mom that really struck you and and did you have I might be asking too many questions at one time but did you have a good relationship with her growing up like did you see her when you were a young girl as your mentor
1: Yes I absolutely did my mom has always been one of my very best friends and continues mm. to be so she actually comes and helps us homeschool 2 days a week even now we hire her to do that and I love that my kids get that trickle-down effect from... We call her softa. That's the Hebrew word for grandma. And oh. so she comes six hours a day, two days a week to invest in my kids, to help me out. And we work together side by side. So we have that ongoing relationship, which is so sweet and so unique. And I know that in the past, multi-generational households like that were really common. And we just don't see that very yeah. often anymore. And I think it's a shame. So I feel really, really privileged to have her in my life. But yes, I... Um, one of my favorite things to do was we didn't really have any money growing up, which was fine with me. I didn't ever feel deprived, but we loved to go to Goodwill together. And then we would go to Subway and we would like split a sandwich. We'd have coupons, split a sandwich and split a Pepsi. And I just have really sweet memories of my mom being really intentional about things like that. We couldn't do that very often because of money's sake, but I think that's kind of a lesson I can take away. Um, And I'm not going to go off in the weeds in that topic, but it doesn't have to be every day and all day for it to really make an impact. I would say, as far as to answer your question about the things that really made the biggest um, mark on my life, her love and knowledge of scripture, her commitment to prayer and her encouragement to be countercultural. Like Mm -hmm. she really taught me to know my faith and to know a reason for it and to not, um, to not cater to culture. And I think that that's just huge and unusual.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a good mama. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math, and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool
1: families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their Creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at apologia.com.
0: We are back with Abby. Um, In your book, in chapter two, I I love the title of it, and it's called No Two Good Mamas Look Alike Kicking Comparison and Embracing Our Giftings in Christ. And as you're talking about your mom, you know, I'm thinking not everybody has a mom like that, Mm -hmm. and not everybody is a mom like that. Mm -hmm. And so, how do we become the mom who can become a blessing? To our kids as we're raising them? And how do we develop that deep, not just relationship with them, but that friendship? I mean, that is, I, I have two girls and that is my greatest desire is that when, uh, well, next to them following Christ, of course, but that when they leave my home, that we will continue to be the best of friends, you know, that we will get to continue pouring into their lives and just having that relationship with them and with our grandkids as well. Um. So how how do we establish that with our kids now, especially and talk from a mom who has lots of kids. You've got 10 kids at home. And so that has to be somewhat of a challenge.
1: You know, um I think the first thing you said is how do we how do we kind of learn to become that kind of mom? And I think we have to be willing to acknowledge that, and this is something that I'm addressing in the subtitle of A Rebellion Against Mediocre Motherhood is that the culture tells us that by being moms, it confers on us a superhero cape. Like, we're mm-hmm. automatically supposed to be dazzling and sparkly and perfect. You are the perfect mom for your children. True. But it doesn't mean that you don't have room for growth. So just acknowledging that you have all, this, um, all this knowledge out there waiting for you from other moms who have done this well. And that we should be actively seeking that and asking the Lord to bring those kind of people into, the, into our lives and being hospitable to make it easy for them to interact with us and teach us well. So being humble really, I think, is what that boils down to. Um, As far as developing those relationships with our children, I touched on this before, but there is also a cultural concept that we have to be taking our children on -on one-on-one dates and doing something amazing with them every single chance we get or they will not have a good childhood. That they better have gotten ice cream and a pony or (laughs) they won't have it. And I have not found that to be true at all. Um, so let me, let me give you an example of something that is so simple and yet so impactful. If I run to the grocery store, I pretty much never go alone because mm-hmm. there's always going to be at least one child that wants to slip in the car with me. And they'll usually sidle up to me and say, can I go with you? And I will say, sure. But if you want to go alone with me, if you want it to just be with mama, you're going to have to like sneak into the garage because you know, four more are going to want to <laughs> And sometimes four more do come and that's fine. But that is such a simple but intentional way of saying this would be more gratifying to me for this to be me time. But instead, I'm going to make this a t- tiny mini date with my uh, six-year-old or with my 10-year-old or, you know, the, the teenagers don't do that as much. You have to kind <laughs> of do different stuff with them. Um but it doesn't have to be grandiose to make an impact on their little hearts, and yeah. it's more like a dripping. You drip, 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 and it fills their cups. And I think that it's so important not to put the pressure on us to feel like we've got to gush into there and do it big time all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so encouraging because we hear things, you know, especially oh, on social media, of you know these moms doing these amazing things with their kids mm-hmm. and taking them on these fancy dates, and uh, and I'm like, that's not, that's just not us. I mean, sometimes you know we do amazing things, but not very often at all. And and oftentimes, like you said, it's just those little times where they just say, you know, can it just be me and you, mom? Yeah. Yes, of yes. course.
1: You and know. say yes, even if it's inconvenient. Yeah. There are going to yeah. be some days you need to say no for a very practical reason. But if it's just for our own convenience, we need yeah. to, be willing to lay that down and say absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I really appreciate about you is that you talk about you know, people train for different careers, right? You you talk about the, the dentist who trains to clean teeth and fix teeth and stuff for, you know, however many years in college, but we don't get that training as moms. And so some, we go into motherhood. It really is kind of scary mm-hmm. that time where they they put that baby in your arms and maybe some moms feel like they've got it all figured out. I remember when I had my first daughter, I was 31 years old and I thought, I've got this. I've been around babies a lot. I've wanted to be a mom for my whole life. You know, I totally, I've got this. And then I had this baby and I was like,
1: oh no, I don't don't know what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like this one's going home with me to live. And how do I do this? And just, and and I think it's because we love them so much that we don't want to mess them up. Absolutely. And so you don't just give the free pass like, oh, just, you're going to be fine. You talk a lot in your book about being intentional. As a mom. And I Mm -hmm. think that there's so much power in that because it doesn't just happen by accident. Uh It's not just giving birth, it's not just feeding our children and making sure that they have food on the table and making sure that they have a roof over their head. Anybody can do that, right? I mean, a homeless shelter can do that. Mm -hmm. But being a mom is something that is so unique and so powerful, and we have to be intentional about it. And so, in addition to building that relationship with your kids that you have, how are you intentional? With motherhood, I mean, the, the title of your book is M is for Mama, So the whole thing is about being a mom. How do you, how are you intentional with, with mothering?
1: So I have to be honest with myself about time management if I'm going to be a decent mama. I've got to be honest with myself about time spent on social media and when Mm -hmm. I need to shut it down. I've got to be honest with myself about if I have been letting myself coast for too long. There are, I say specifically in there that like struggle bus days are not days when you're doing handicrafts and making homemade bread. Struggle bus days may look very simple like rotisserie chicken and fruit and reading aloud to your kids. Yeah. but they should not be hiding in the closet for extended periods of time with Oreos. Right. <laughs> um, now I may have just really stepped on somebody's toes because that's like an example that's been given to me. And uh, people often respond with a lot of defensiveness and say, you don't know my situation. I deserve those Oreos. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not down on Oreos. It's fine. <laughs> like, but it's when we, it's when we feel that Holy spirit pricking saying, okay, you had the Oreo, you had your moment in the closet. Now, I'm with you, get out there and engage with your kids again. It's what we do with that that ultimately either leaves us stagnant or drives us forward bit by bit because it is absolutely a marathon. I know that's the most cliched analogy in the world, but motherhood is not some sort of sprint and you arrive and you're perfect and then you coast. It just doesn't work that way. We have to keep, I mean, Goodness, is it humbling how we think we've gotten better at something and we find it creeping in with another child. And we're like, oh, your little personality brings it out in me a different way. Like my harsh speech to you, I was letting slip because it didn't look like my harsh speech that I really worked on really hard with him. hmm okay, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. I'm gonna go again, you know? And I, I think that's the way it's supposed to be. It sanctifies us bit by bit and it keeps us humble and it keeps on turning our posture toward Jesus because the minute we think we've got it figured out, the minute we don't, we think we don't need the Lord. We do, right? we start we don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. Humility is so very important as, as a parent, um, whether a mom or a dad, um, mm-hmm. but as moms, and especially when we have our kids home with us all day, it, there's always opportunity, always, always for us to see ourselves in our kids and then to see the Lord working in our kids and how we can be the feet of Jesus, how we can be the love of Jesus to our kids and growing ourselves in our relationship with the Lord. You know, uh-huh. I, I just, I mean, as I've, my oldest is 17. Um, so I'm right there with you, you know, age-wise, but as I, as I grow into an older mom. And I just realized more and more my desperate need for the Lord mm-hmm. in order to be a good mom. Um, and Absolutely. I just realized I cannot do this on my own. And I've told my girls that before. I, I was telling my younger daughter that recently. I said, we can't do this on our own. It's so hard. There's so much sin in the world and there's so much sin in me mm-hmm. and in us that we need the Holy Spirit to help us through this. And so as moms, we need that as well. And we have so many more opportunities as homeschool moms, because our kids are with us um, to practice that.
1: Absolutely. And something that I say throughout the book, um, someone actually told me that they counted the number of scriptures in my book and it was something like 187 or something. Wow. like. That. I hadn't done that count. I just knew that the Lord kept bringing more yeah. scriptures to mind that I was like, oh, this this is it. You, This applies. Like the Holy Spirit was just convicting me. Like this is what the Bible says about this. And so there's this, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember exactly but thing that I say in there that a mother who does not regularly spend time in God's word is like a mm-hmm. A ship whose rudder has been ripped from its stern. We are just going to drift around in our emotions, or what the culture tells us. So that, I mean, seems so simple, but that's the other thing is if you're not grounded in scripture, you won't hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to you because you're not going to recognize it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the scriptures that you reference in here is Proverbs 4, 6, and 7, which says, do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Get mm-hmm. wisdom, yeah. though it costs all you have, get understanding. And and I mean, it could just be fair, paraphrased as get wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were talking about earlier, through the Word of God and through those women that God puts in our lives. Absolutely. Get wisdom. It's not hard to find. You just have to know where to find it. Yes. Through the Word of God and through the older women in our lives. And sometimes they might be a year older, sometimes they might be 20 years older. Yeah who the Lord has just worked in their lives and uh, given them maybe better understanding of how to be a mom because they've gone before us and they've learned how to do that. man. That helps. Yeah, right, right. Well, we are out of time, but we're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to talk more about Emma's for Mama. Hear more from Abby. Thank you, Abby, for being with us. Tell us where people can find out more about you.
1: Um, I have a blog for a long, long time at MSForMama.net, and I am primarily on social media on Instagram at mama.
0: Okay, we'll put links to all of those and Abby's book in the show notes so you guys can easily find them there. And I'm so excited to announce that the 2023 Homegrown Generation Family Expo is back. You guys, this was such a great event in 2020 and we are so excited that it is back for 2023. I can't believe it's been so long. We have an amazing speaker lineup this year and we cannot wait for you to be part of this event. It is a live and fully interactive online conference March 6th through 9th, so mark your calendars. Registration is now open at homegrowngeneration.com. That's homegrowngeneration.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you back here next time. Bye.
1: What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step